You know, you ever like took a brisk walk mm. out in nature, mm. and then once you slowed down, you got to the corner, and you look to your left, and you look to your right. And shit just felt good with the world. You took that real deep breath in. Deep. The air smells different. The quality is excellent. <sighs> the sun. That bitch. The horizon looks a little more orange. Just a little bit more. Add a couple of hues of purple in that bitch. You know? Mm hmm. And with some blue. Yeah. You know? The pigeon flew by just like, just lightly. Just giving it a good dramatic effect. Mm hmm. That's what just had happened. Yes, God. Yeah, it did. Uh. Uh. Goodbye, Agent Cheeto. Goodbye, Cheeto Dust Wig. Goodbye, Spicy Nacho Neck. Goodbye, Agent Tangerine. Goodbye, Tangelo Dust Face Girl. Just bye. Bye. Bye, Wig. Take you and your toupee and go. And just leave. Just and leave. That's (laughs) Eating that out, you can go. Hello, I promise you, no one with common sense will miss you. Nobody's gonna miss you. Those of us with common sense will not miss you at all. You, mm, anywho, Mm -hmm. um, today is not just any old episode of the show, it is a celebratory episode. So, today. This was not planned, slightly in a way, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we are sitting here with some teleport, bitch. Mm. Yes, friend. Yes, friend. Uh-huh. And welcome to Who Raised You Hoes, a show where we judge your common sense. Um, or lack thereof. Two child like that. I am Lonnie and my... Eight, um, my alias for this week is going to be the absentee balance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is Marlon, and I am also going by uh, Trump's blown back cap on the golf course when he found out he lost. <laughs> and welcome to another installment, you guys. Um, this one honestly feels like it's going to be more energetic. Mm-hmm. The anxiety for the election is now over. Listen, I know all of y'all, if y'all feel anything like we did, I know that your spirits are a little bit lifted. The air feels a little bit lighter, bitch. People feel a little bit more friendlier. It just feels like there is some sense of, of normalcy, whatever that is, but something that has not been the last four years. Um, it just feels a little bit better, and I, I, I like it. I want to so, stay here. We can start. Um, I'm gonna, as you saw, we're rolling straight in the scroll line. Yes. Um, yesterday we attended um, our friend's wedding. Shout out to Renard and Eric. Congratulations so, to my boobs. Yes, our babies. Um, oh, okay, mine's already <laughs> proper. Um, so we were in Philadelphia. We had just got into town, literally, mm-hmm. and. You had just went in the men's warehouse at that time. Yes, to get my tux. And I'm just looking at everyone just happy as hell. And then I looked to see what the fuck happened. And I saw that they officially declared Joe Biden the winner of the le- the presidential election. Mm-hmm. Now, this is projected, which means he is without a shadow of a doubt that he got it. But what's going to end up happening is... In January, it's either December or January, I forget the date, because I was able to tell you at one point, I think it's December, Mm -hmm. where they officially announced the winner. But the way that it went, Biden had like 284 Mm -hmm. when it ended, and Trump was still at 214. So it was like, you were close to 100 votes missing to win. And of course, you know... 
he's claiming that this is a stolen election because he's a child. Um, he's claiming that this is there's going to be a recount and that everyone's going to see that this was a corrupt election. I have a, I have a severe read later on in the show. Hello, um, y'all ain't ready. It's a severe read. <laughs> So I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold my suspense, but um, the fact that we finally can say for the first time in four years it feels late like it feels like like Tahoe TV from the So Shameless podcast has said something and it was so real but it was so true. Mm-hmm. He said it feels like everybody just about everyone in America got a nut at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> It was Yo. so genius, and I had to say, I was like, "It's like the fraternity test came back, and it was, um, it was negative. You are not the father." Yo, it listen. is a feeling that is hard to put into words. How we feel, those of us, like I said before, with common sense, how we feel. Yeah, it. It's nuts. Like we went from when we got to Philly, the streets were bare. We were downtown Philadelphia. And wasn't really nobody outside. Maybe as soon as the winner was announced, it was a celebration. Everybody was outside. Everybody. We were all blowing horns. I got a Biden t-shirt. Word. And it just, it felt so, it felt like a huge weight was lifted. Like, my God, finally. Yeah. So, with everything happening, it's basically declared that they are the winners once um, the Electoral College does the final one. Mm-hmm. The one that we still need to pay attention to is Senate. Senate is still neck and neck for 88-88. Mm-hmm. The minute that you, I mean, excuse me, 48 and 48. Mm-hmm. The minute either side reaches 50, they have majority in the House. We will want Democrat as majority because the House of Representatives, the Democrats won already. Mm-hmm. So they have majority in the House of Representatives. But one thing that I can say about this election that I said it on Twitter and I have to say it again. It was funny to watch everyone that I knew not have sense of the branches of government. Like and how this works. So I'm like, I'm watching what everyone else is watching. And I'm right. like, well, what I can see is still projected that Biden is in the lead. Right. Why are all of you stressed out? <laughs> Like, what is going on here? Because we know what type of troll Donald Trump is, and considering the fact that he stole his own election, cheating, lying, and stealing the way he's been doing this whole goddamn time, I know a lot of people were still like, bitch, I'm not trusting it until we can see it, see it, until somebody say that Biden is the winner, because it was just too much. Like, waiting that entire time with all the counts. And I don't think that I've ever experienced in my life such an intense election week like mm-hmm. usually the count is done by the end of the night we know what it is bada bing bada boom we done child this shit has drawn out for what the better part of four days four days get the fuck out of here ain't nobody got time for this shit I forgot the last time that it was like it took an election that long to like declare a winner mm-hmm. and it was because of the fact that we had a lot of melon ballots and the people were originally complaining about the melon ballots but they saved the election, especially due to the fact of how they had to go about doing it because I can't speak for the rest of the country, but in New Jersey, if you did your ST ballot, there were drop boxes, you could take it, and it went directly to the Board of Elections. Right. So they would get counted properly, opposed to going into the mail, mm-hmm. possibly getting lost. That kind of stuff does happen. So it was just refreshing to see. They cut up last night on Saturday night. Right? Really so, they cut up on Saturday night on SNL last night. It was severe. Mm-hmm. So especially <laughs> my hair I will always love her as Kamala Harris. She's like, I want to play this song real quick on my phone. You about to lose your job. <laughs> History was made with Kamala as well because she is not only the first woman She's also a black woman that will sit as his vice president. Yeah. That is history that you witness mm-hmm. along with his win is that there's going to be a black woman as and also an HBCU grad and an AKA yes. that is his vice president. Sure. So it is definitely good to see. I ain't going to put no expectations. All I know is we need to grab the bull by the horns when it comes to this pandemic. That's it. That's all I care about. That, and we need to also, like, keep the same energy that we started here um, with 
voting again. Whenever it's time to vote, we really need to step up and show out the way that we've been doing. Because, like, not for nothing, not to sound, like, cheesy, but, you know, we can create change. Mm -hmm. As, As corrupt as this system is, our voices deserve to be heard, and we have to take the initiative and make sure that they are heard. So, like... Yo, we just got to keep this momentum going. I told myself that I'm dedicated to learning a little bit more about politics um, and trying to get more involved so that I can vote uh, according to my life and what I want and need, mm-hmm. you know, and not just voting when the president comes around and none of that shit. It's going to be hard because I don't be wanting to be bothered. But <laughs> I'm dedicated to learning more so that I can, you know, be counted in that number of making shit happen. Yes, honey. Just like that. Um, with that being said, it's great to go into the next topic at hand. Um, with that being said, oh, hold on. All right, now that we're back. So, on a sad note, there were two deaths over the weekend. Um, one was an up-and-coming rapper from Chicago that was killed in Atlanta by the name of King Von. Um, it was reported that he got into a physical altercation with a group of people and there were shots fired. There were three people among, amongst himself that were deceased and there's one person in a hospital in critical condition. Um, of course the rap community sent their love and support, especially to, I want to say his girlfriend, concubine, and it's no shade to her. With rappers, you just never know. Um... She is, of course, taking his heart along with Lil Dirk, who was one of his friends. He called him his twin. And they're both, and him and Dirk are both Chicago rappers. So it's not <sighs> easy to the point where um, Dirk had deactivated his Instagram for a little while. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how long, but basically he's taking a little step back. Gotcha. <clears throat> On a grander scale of things, um, also, we lost earlier today. We found out the news about Alex Trebek. If you do not or have not had to endure watching television or ABC 7 around like after school hours, I'll talk about like 5, 6, 7 o'clock, then you remember Jeopardy and being having to watch it with your grandmama. Right. So, all of us grew up with Alex Trebek. It's kind of like Regis Philbin all over again. <laughs> So it's like hard. That's one host position that's gonna be hard to call because who do you get to fill those shoes? He, I forget how long he was a host of Jeopardy. Was it like forty years? It's been a long ass time. And even with him dealing pancreatic, um, pancreatic cancer, he still was a host. He did not take time away. He was even on dialysis while he was doing Jeopardy. Wow. So it it was deep. Especially the fact that he decided and barely wanted to talk about the fact that he was sick on the show, mm-hmm. but he did when he needed to. And for that, he has my respect, especially not just as a host, but as a man, because it takes a lot to take yourself out of a situation and can keep continue keeping something going. At that point, he was literally a staple mm-hmm. in just about everyone's lives. Wow. Yeah. So... Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Rest in peace, King Von. And we go on to the next topic at hand. Um, Also, real quick before we get there, Mm -hmm. today starts a new format. So, I literally have one more and then that's it. (laughs) So, there will not be a whole bunch of things, especially with the election coverage. There hasn't been much of anything going on. Real quick, one thing. um, I want to know... Why do we feel the need to patronize people, especially when they decide to have dialysis surgery? Um, in some instances, sometimes someone can feel so like self-conscious about mm-hmm. certain things. It came out this week that Regina Carter admitted that she has breast implants. Um, but if you remember, Regina didn't have much of a chest like in her adult life. So it's more so she looked like she went like a cup size. Right. Nothing, nothing drastic. Like mm-hmm. if you really want to be technical, Kelly Rowland went up a cup size. I was about to say kind of like Kelly did it. Yeah, Kelly was realistic with it. She went up a cup size. Mm-hmm. So it's, sometimes when people have, like when they don't want to make it look unrealistic, they just go up a cup size. Right. Like you know, just enough to make it to fill it in. Mm-hmm. Just that's it. Go up a cup size. I don't want to be unbearably like, oh my god, I have thick breasts. <laughs> 
like, these are melons compared oh my. to my chicken cutlets I had before, bitch. Oh my gosh. But it's sad that she had to go on when actually call into Wendy and confirm it. You know, I feel like I feel like now people really shouldn't like go through all of that when it comes to plastic surgery because it's become so normalized. Normalized. Like back in the day when it wasn't when it like first started, of course it was kind of a big deal. Um, but I think that people have become so obsessed with who has it and who doesn't, and you know people that get plastic surgery create this larger than life visage of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and maybe that's why people are so crazy about it or enamored with it. But like, mm-hmm. who gives a shit, child? Like. If you're going to get some work done, get some get work, work done. But be realistic with it, and especially in fellas and ladies, I and, mean, those with, these... and those without gender. Right. If you're going to get enhancements on the buttocks, please, for the love of God, it may cost you a little extra, and that's okay. Ensure that the thighs match the ass, please. I would love for them to. Like, child, if you want to go out here and just blow yourself up from here to kingdom come, get, get your life, but know that people are going to judge you regardless. Regardless, but let's just make sure the thighs match. That's all I got. I mean, just, you know. So, and the last one, on top of finding out about um, Regis Feldman two days ago, Al Roker announced that he's battling prostate cancer. Yikes. So... Fellas, it is very imperative for you to go to your checkups. And I know some of y'all don't want to get the prostate exam because you, you know, anything going near y'all butts is just God, it gets seen as homosexual. And you know, you ain't gay, don't nobody, ain't nobody allowed to touch you in the ass. This and the third, but it can honestly save your life, and that's okay. Let them t- let them get inside and feel the actual prostate. It's okay. Mm. No one is going to judge you. It is for your health. It is for your well being. First of all, don't I even need to know about it? But you and your doctor—that's first and foremost. Second of all, get over yourself. Like it's for your health. Get the shit done so you know what's going on. Because. You don't get stuff like that checked out. It can creep up on you, and then you'll be looking crazy when you find out you got prostate cancer or something like that. So Exactly. Take so care of yourself. He did announce that they caught it early. Thank God. It's a little aggressive, but they were able to catch it before it could progress into something worse. Mm. So he announced that he is going to take a little bit of time away from the Today Show to take care of it. Okay. So... With that being said, his health and his well-being is in our prayers. We don't need to lose no more people in 2020. We don't. So She has already taken more than enough. Literally. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I am done with Scroll One. All right. So it's time. It is time for your new segment for me, guys. What is the new segment? They want to know. The new segment is called... Bussy talk. What that bussy talk? English, uh, Spanish, What that bussy talk? So this segment is called Bussy Talk, y'all. And Bussy Talk is going to be our reports and conversations on all things queer. That is including LGBT and the Q, depending on what's going on in the world and the conversations being had. So, um, I don't have a lot this week because, again... The um, election and everything has really dominated all of pop culture right now. Um, But I did find out a very interesting piece of news that I think is wonderful that we can share. New York elects two openly gay black men to Congress. Yes, God. New York Democrats Mondaire Jones and Richie Torres have become the first openly gay black men to be elected in Congress. Jones, a 33-year-old lawyer, won a district in New York City's southern, northern suburbs. He'll take over for Representative Nita Lowy, who is retiring after more than three decades in Congress. Um, let's see. Yes, and then the Congressional District Torres will represent in the South Bronx and is one of the poorest in the nation. Um, Torres says it's overwhelming. I never thought as a poor kid from the Bronx that I would embark on a journey that would take me from public housing in the Bronx to the House of Representatives. Okay. Yo, like, news like this is very important and why representation matters so much because... I don't think that I would have ever imagined in a million years that gay black men would be in positions of power like that. Like, looking back over history and how shit has gone down over time, this is good, this is big, openly gay, that's something new. 
Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I believe I read somewhere that the first trans person also got elected into office. Yes, I forgot her name. <clears throat> Let me look it up real quick, y'all, just to do a quick fact check. Yes, Sarah McBride. She is the first trans woman wins her state senate race in Delaware, a landmark for transgender legislators. So congrats to the trans community and Sarah McBride as well. We need more of us in office anyway. We do. You know, it's all about the representation. We got to get out there, got to get the word out there, get our focal points, what we believe this world should look like because we're a part of it too. And that's on period. For real, for real. Um... You have another topic for Pussy Talk? I do not have another topic Good. for Pussy Good. I have a rant. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and this is a little, this belongs in Pussy Talk technically. So, um, as you guys remember, or uh, might have saw, especially the Twitter, the Twitter fan like myself, mm-hmm. um, recently with the announcing that um, Joe Biden is the now president elect. <laughs> and someone that is a Trump radical took his misdeveloped hairline, colored contacts, blotched skin patches. Oh, on yes. I was going to talk and about him, but I opted out. No, I'm going to talk about him. He opted to go on there and claim that this was a corrupt election. Him, I want to I wanna call all the people, all the girls out. I'm calling out Christian Walker. I'm calling out Tommy Lauren. I am calling out all of the black gays, especially... I forget his name right now, which means he's not of importance, but he's still come, I'm still bringing that ass over here, boy. <laughs> um, the one that decided to say Kamala Harris actually slept her way to the top, and this is coming from a black man. Let us have a conversation. Then Christian has the nerve to say that, oh, you have thousands of pissed off Republicans, but not one, I think he said destroyed building, or not one... Um, one angry assembly the said the third cat had the kitten bitch the fact that majority of you and one is a white woman but the other two are black men have the nerve to say that this was a stolen election this is not 2016 mm. um there's nothing stolen about it. Russia was not involved, and this was actually was supposed to be the outcome with Hillary. Oh. But when you pay certain amounts to get the outcome that you want, this is what you get. Mm. Let's be perfectly clear about something. For you as a black man to sit here and say that a woman slept her way to the top and you feel comfortable in it is deplorable. And as people in a community that says, especially in a time where protect black women is one of the things that we're supposed to be doing, you find it easy to disgrace her. Then you have this just dickmatized and dick hungry bottom bitch that wants to get on Twitter and no bottom shaming. Huh? I said no bottom shaming. There is no bottom shaming, but in this one, I'm coming for that asshole. <laughs> Let's be clear. You have the nerve to sit here and say this is a stolen election and that Trump has done so much for, has done so much for us. What exactly has he done, sis? And please let me know. Because while you're sitting here standing and applauding and clapping for a man that, that you call is so great and so wonderful, so majestic, I find it quite odd, especially due to the fact that it's a known fact that he's a homophobe. It's a known fact that he's a transphobe. It's a known fact that he's a genophobe. Against it, gay marriage. Against, completely against gay marriage. The list goes on and you claim that he did such an amazing job in four years. Where was this job when he had knowledge of COVID-19 this time last year? Mm. What, was the job didn't good then? Because he had knowledge of COVID-19 in October of last year. Mm. Did nothing about it. You know what he did about it? He dismantled the pandemic relief cabinet. There was a full cabinet for pandemics. Sounds calculated to me. He Obama created the pandemic relief, pandemic or epidemic, I believe. He had a full blown panel for this uh, for task force for the situation. Excuse me. And months before COVID nineteen grew like wildfire, your favorite president dismantled it. Why? Because it had the word O in front of it. Obama. Oh, God. So here you are on Twitter disrespecting everyone in America and getting dragged 
by black Twitter. When I say dragged, they found that horrid picture of Christian and posted it everywhere. Because people been waiting. Oh, we've been waiting for that ass for years at this point. We've been waiting forever because just, ugh. I don't know. Oh, how can you be black, gay, and Republican? How does that work? Apparently, it's not. It's more of them than just her. I know. I'm like, even some Republicans are heavily against him. Heavily against him. Mm. Those with common sense are heavily against him. Mm. They're like, I'm Republican, but guess what? I'm voting Democrat. I don't like him. Period. And that is an emphasis on period. Don't ever mm-hmm. call yourself disrespecting a black woman by calling her a sl- basically trying to call her a slut. Yeah. Trying to call her a slut. This woman is educated, married with children, graduated from HBCU, hmm. a AKA. Do we need to go down the list? of what Kamala Harris has done, accomplished, and achieved as to why she's here. And for all of you that love to say during this election, oh, it's like, it feels like it's choosing between two evils. Um, have you looked in the mirror? Are you without sin? Have you not done something corrupt once in your life? Because mm-hmm. the last time I checked, we all have. Listen, I, you know, when we get into the logistics of who's worse than who and all this other shit, I get how people feel. I understand people's research and all that shit. But y'all can't possibly want four more years of what we just went through. Hell no. I don't. You can't possibly. And I know that there are people out there that are willing to be like, you know, I'm not really for Biden and Harris either, but I, what I'm not going to do is another four years of that bullshit. Exactly. So, anybody got time for that bullshit at all. So, None. all of y'all can kick rocks, go to hell. When he leaves in January, y'all can leave too. Bye. Because a lot Bye. of y'all said y'all was leaving the country anyway, so make sure you make good on that promise. Make sure you can go. I want you to go to Europe. I want you to go to Africa. I want you to go far the fuck away and your social media accounts leave with you. Please. At the door, take Diamond and Silk. Take Christian. Take any black gay Republican that's vocal on social media about him. Take Tommy Lauren. Take Melania. And make sure you take Cheeto Dust Wig with you. All of y'all go. Lil Wayne, you can go too. Look. <laughs> Who else? Uh, I, I can't stand when people make a big thing about, oh, I went for, for criminal reform. It's ways to go about that without you, first of all, having to take a picture with this man. Without selling your soul. Without selling your soul. <laughs> like, even with Ice Cube, and everyone had their own opinions about Ice Cube going to see him, but he had to literally go on a full-blown press tour to explain why he did it, why it did not work, and why he refused to go back. He's had to say it flat out, I'm not working with him. Like, why do we keep on thinking I am? I'm not working with him. But in some instances, in some cases, you have to be willing to have that seat to get yourself heard. But unfortunately, this is not the person you want to be heard, want to hear you. Because yep. he ain't going to give a fuck. All he looking at it as is, oh, I got a black rapper. Let me get a picture with you to prove that I'm not crazy, that people actually can support me. 50 Cent, you can go to. Lil Pimp, Lil Pump, whatever your name is, Lil, you can go pump with him. Out. Leave. Asian Doll, no shade. I know you're going through grief right now. You can leave with him too. Because you would say him like, oh, they getting money. That's the only thing you motherfuckers care about. What about your morals? First of all, why are y'all pressed about, why do you associate Trump with money when he has been known to be the worst with money possible. And y'all love him. Has many failed businesses. Has many failed, like... Trump University is one of the biggest scams in America. I just don't get it. And y'all elected this man in the office. But whatever. Girl, I digress. Is that the end of Bussy Talk? That is the end of Bussy Talk. We're going to see y'all talking next week. Uh, (laughs) With that being said, let's refill this cup and we'll be right back. All right. No, um, while we were filling our cups, I, I, I genuinely, I, I have a question. Okay. Sit down. It's okay. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. More questions. 
for the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's, it's been hard for me to come forth with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can let it out. You can do it. Come on. I can do Come it. on. Yes, you can do it. What am I trying to say now? I don't know. <laughs> you what don't are know? you trying to say? What? I haven't been sitting next to your listening letters. <laughs> <laughs> y'all better send some goddamn listening letters. What is the problem? We know y'all listening. We see we, the numbers. We, we know you're out there. Y'all out there somewhere. We know you're out there. So listen. My number's somewhere. Oh. Listen, all you gotta do, all you gotta do, all social media pr- platforms, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Yes, and then, then we have an actual email set up. Yes, yes. So, WRYH Podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, if and you want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't wait for any of y'all. Send an email. Give them the email. At WRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is at W R Y H podcast at gmail.com. Listen, so what is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got none. The smartphone is in your hand right now. Y'all got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes, my, I'm tired of handing him tissue. I'm stressing me out. You. Just you? Y'all stressing Lonnie out, too. Uh, clearly, he's cr- clearly he's crying. He won't fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen. And he can, uh, he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh, my God. And we are back. We've returned. It's time for a little something that we like to call... The three at beach. What you got, boo? All right, so. Because I could not make up my mind on where I wanted to go with it. I'm scared. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay? Okay. Okay. So. Choose between. Chewy nostalgia. Chewy nostalgia? Chewy nostalgia. Okay. Triggering triceps. Oh, God. Or crying babies. Chewy nostalgia and? Chewy nostalgia or triggering triceps or crying babies. Can I? Can we combine the first two? No, we can't. You have to choose one or the other. Oh, my God. Um... Because we love nostalgia a little too much, I'm gonna go with crying biceps. Triggering triceps? Triggering triceps. Alright, so the topic is toxic masculinity. Oh god. Mm -hmm. I thought you was gonna go for the um, chewy nostalgia, but okay. What was the the chewy nostalgia? It doesn't matter, we'll do it another day. No! (laughs) Do it another day. Fine. Um, So, I want to start this conversation out first with shouting out um, another one of my favorite podcasts, Don't Trust the Edit, over at the Sweet Talkers Network. What's up, y'all? They were having a conversation recently around this topic of toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, and it's one of those phrases that are that's thrown around a lot, especially the word toxic, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, but... The question was brought up. Okay. What do you feel... Okay, first of all, we'll start here. What is masculinity to you? When you think about masculinity, how would you define masculinity? Mm, That's a hard question to answer. Right. That's literally a plethora of answers for said question. Right, but like a knee-jerk response. When somebody asks you, what's masculine to you? Automatically, I, I associate it with, domi- with domination. Okay. Um, domination. <sighs> That's a hard definition to get. <laughs> um, I associate it with domination. I assert it with things that are considered of the masculine, meaning... Just things that are considered of men. Like, it could be... Simple as belching. Flexing triceps. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I consider that to be masculinity. Um, we all know there's a huge definition behind it, but 
is certain words where a definition might not be the same as what you might think it is. Yeah, which is interesting because um, the definition of masculine is actually not as vast as you would think it is. It's really not. I know it's not. It's really not. So, um, definition, adjective, having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men. Especially strength and aggressiveness. What I say. Grammar of or denoting a gender of nouns and adjectives conventionally regarded as male. Or the noun, the male sex or gender. The masculine as the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because so many people when asked what they feel like masculinity or being masculine is always go to that but the question that I rose was what about the men that do not fit the epitome of what masculinity is Jesus Christ but you still consider them masculine I need need an example for example a father that cares for his children is not deemed as masculine. Some people don't think that that's masculine. Some people think that's soft. Or it's feminine to care for your children. There's a lot of things that people can see deemed as not masculine or basically gay. But that's a conversation for another show. No, that's this conversation, actually. Because really? that's a big part of it. Go on. Um, my challenge is, what if it's hard to define... Okay, before we even get further into that... So, we define what masculinity is, right? Right. What's toxic masculinity? Oh. Hold on. <laughs> you all, I think he is making a mad dash. What's going on? Where'd he go? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Bitch, what is going on? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, I, I think promise I just, you, it should not be 70-something degrees in November, so my allergies are acting up. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, mining, I had to take a little bit of snot. I'm back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brutal honesty. Had to get notes together real quick. We're back. Mm. Um, t- when we use the phrase toxic masculinity, right? Right. What comes to mind? <sighs> Things like what Harlan just said. Things that are deemed as too soft, things that are to come into question. It could be a male that identifies as a man that does things that falls out of the category as masculine. Case in point, one of the most passive aggressive terms we've heard is gay men. Mm-hmm. One way, shape, or another, whether it came from our fathers, whether it came from our uncles, cousins, classmates, whatever they have you, is toughen up, man up. Put some bass in your voice. That's the most... I hate the phrase, put some bass in your voice. <laughs> like, sir, this is my voice. It don't right. get, this is the octave it goes. Right. You gotta leave me fuck alone. Yeah. But that's considered toxic masculinity. That and also the theory of, like, when it comes to women that they only should be domesticated. Mm-hmm. That is toxic masculinity at its finest. It is defining a woman like basically trying to confine a woman to the house gotcha. as if she's not supposed to have a life outside of being domesticated mm-hmm. that's just unrealistic because you have a life outside of being domesticated as well though you may not want to receive it yes men can be domesticated too they are they like to fix up houses they like to do right. certain projects around the house mm-hmm. hell they might even garden that's being domesticated as a man. Right. But if they find themselves cooking, like some men even consider cooking to not be masculine. Mm-hmm. Like, um, how the hell are you supposed to eat? Well, you know, all that shit falls under, like, because when I think about toxic masculinity, I think about um, all things overly or unnaturally aggressive. Mm-hmm. I think about um, men that lead with their dicks and nothing else. Mm. (laughs) Um, I think about men that um, 
feel like anything that is not harsh or brash or hard or strong, quote unquote, uh, is less than or weaker. Those things are examples of toxic masculinity to me. But um, a question that came to mind for me in thinking about all this, because people have different ideas about what toxic masculinity is and what masculinity is, my question was, what if the reason why we can't define masculinity is because masculinity is subjective? Explain. Because from everyone's vantage point, masculinity changes. Mm-hmm. There are some women that feel that a masculine man is a man who takes care of his child, or a masculine man is a man that can cook and clean. Um, there are people that feel like it is a masculine trait to be strong enough to show emotion where uh, historically it's always been known that men have been pushed to not be sensitive or have feelings though that is a human trait but that's also confining yourself like I find it weird especially the way that we police the image of the black man I'm going there for a second please do um we're taught as black men we're not supposed to show emotion um any sign of emotion you get like looked at as weak or soft Mm -hmm. so especially identifying as a black gay man Mm -hmm. naturally the thing about especially being gay is majority of us have a side of us that is feminine Mm -hmm. now we may not we're not saying here saying you're going to see majority gay men be flamboyant because that's a stereotype that's a topic for another show Mm -hmm. that I plan on doing very soon Mm -hmm. um but any time that we display anger like anger is displaying anger is natural it happens people also get jealous or envious or even crying out of frustration or anything of sort of sadness or anything, we're automatically told to to, to toughen up. Mm-hmm. And in reality, that's why you have so many black men that have issues. It's because we were never allowed to express or work through said issues. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is super to protect the image of the black man at all costs. Well, you know, uh, taking it a step further, you know, going back, black, as it pertains to black men, Mm -hmm. um, we have been molded into this caricature of men. Mm -hmm. You know, from the days of slavery, you know, the the biggest and most brawlic black man was the highest bid on because we were supposed to be so strong. You know, we've been used and indoctrinated to be these angry beasts and we don't have any emotion. We've been painted as predators, you know, as what I like to call kind of like this warrior image. You know, if you're not willing to fight, if you're not willing to snap a neck, if you're not willing to go to bat for your family, if you're not out here raping and pillaging or impregnating women all over the place, then that makes you less of a man. And those things have carried over from those times up until now, and it's been morphed and warped over time. Um, But with that said, us not having the space to be human fuck a masculine not having the space to be human and understand that as humans we all have emotions and feelings and many of us have been taught that we're not supposed to have those things that if we have those things that we are less of a man and if we're less of a man then we're less than important Mm. this is true and it's a bunch of bullshit and I believe that this conversation um, is happening more now because as we evolve and grow as people, we get more language to have this discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, because back in the days, there, there was no language around emotions and feelings and all the other good shit. Like, we weren't talking about that. You know, it was a very strict path of how, how you were supposed to be. There's so much leverage to just be human. And, like, I, I talk a lot about how now I don't really get the whole... 
uber masculine thing from people because we are creations of both masculine and feminine energies. Mm -hmm. So it's only right for us to possess both of them equally. True. Which means that we will express ourselves in a very complex way because we have both of those energies within us naturally. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's crazy to me. It's very. Yeah. It's just, it gets exhausting having to talk about toxic masculinity because, Mm -hmm. Lord, it's just, even the term is heavy. Yeah, it is. But, and and something else that I find very interesting that I don't think that people pay attention to Mm -hmm. is that the ideology behind toxic masculinity is not only pushed by men, but also by women. Yes. God, yes. Because they play into the roles of perpetuating the idea that men are supposed to only do certain things. They're only supposed to protect. They're only supposed to be the breadwinners of the household. They're only supposed to be like all of this other stuff. They keep, they they add to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And men add to it too because they hold on to these ideals and they don't give themselves space to be human to like step outside of that shit and just like, you know, cause I have nothing against anybody who is just naturally who they are. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of people are the way that they are because that's how they've been taught to be, you know? Um, so I'm not coming for you if you feel like that's just how you naturally are, but I will say- I you felt know, the fairy is I'm just gonna throw that out. <laughs> people fairy should fairy give fairy themselves fairy. grace to just be yourself. You know, and explore the many corners of your mind and your being where you might find that there are pieces about you that you don't express willingly and you probably should. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's my little TED Talk or whatever. You know, and I just, I think, because we've talked about, we did talk about this before. We mm-hmm. did. I noticed it. I've been noticed it. Yeah. That this was a topic at one point. Um... God, I'm just hoping 2021, I want to just bury this term and never talk about it ever again. Like, I really would love to do that, but only certain people can help do that. Um, It's just, it's hard, especially we just celebrated Halloween and you saw Little Nas X dressed up as Nicki Minaj and you see rappers getting involved in gaping people business as per usual. We didn't actually be here. Like, get the fuck out. But you always find your way. In our business, I promise you, we don't worry about straight people. We really don't. Yeah, I really worry about about, about us more than we worry about you, but... We really don't give a fuck about y'all. But like, again, I promise you, and it's... I mean, with all due respect, we really don't give a fuck about y'all. I mean, and I, you know, the reason why I feel like most straight folks that involve themselves so much in queer affairs is because they truly believe that they truly believe two things. Number one, they believe that we are a facade, mm-hmm. that it's made up or and or learned behavior, and that we have the ability to just drop it, and we should. And two, they feel superior to us because of that. And it's just not true, Blanche. It's just not fucking true. I wish y'all would just leave us alone. I would just let us let us be us in peace. I mean, shit. But you're not gonna. So. You're not going to. We're gonna have to stop it again, mm-hmm. which I'll just hesitantly want to talk about at one point. But hey, here we are. But anyway, that's all I got for the thread. So we can pass this on and wrap up the show. That's right. Um, it's time for our mental health tip. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is a little bit of a joke this week. Um. <laughs> Because I was going to say give, my, give yourself grace, but I gave that one before. Yes, you did. That was awesome. Um, this week, I give you all permission for your mental health. We've been through it long four years. Oof. I want you to understand something, and I want you to act on it, and I want you to pay attention. I want you to get close. I want you to turn up the value real quick, because I'm about to give you some real life advice. Give it up. If you run into a belligerent Trump supporter... Give yourself the opportunity to smack the fuck out of them. <laughs> I'm done protecting you, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. 
smack the fuck out of them, punch them. Don't let them get all up in your face. Don't let them intimidate you for being proud for voting for Biden and he won. Don't let them tell you lies like he does on Twitter every day. Punch the motherfucker in the face. Just wop, wop, wop. Be done with it, okay? Your mental health is more important than their itty-bitty Republican feelings. Fuck them hoes, okay? It's, and I'm not talking about all Republicans. There's actually some people that are nice Republicans. I know there are. But I'm talking about the radicals that support the current sitting president. Punch the bitches, okay? Don't don't be afraid. I promise you. Not times that a cop might let you the fuck out. Punch that hoe. Don't let them get all up in your face. Don't be like, oh, we're better than that. No, we're not. We're worse than that. <laughs> Punch the motherfucker in the face. Punch them. Do what you need to do to protect yourself. Because at some point, they're going to cross that line. Oh, shit. And you know they are. Well. And that's all I got. Okay. My mental health tip for this week is... Search your soul. Mm-hmm. Find the ugly parts of you. Yeah. And address them yes. and embrace them. Mm. We are not. Perfection is a social construct. It does not exist. Which means that you are not expected, nor will you ever reach perfection. Don't walk around with these unnecessary masks. Don't be afraid to be your complete and authentic self, flaws and all. When we can accept ourselves and its totality we have reached our highest form mm-hmm. that's all I got um, just a quick reminder as we're all celebrating the victory of Don Biden Harris yes God mm. please remember if you are in a large assembly celebrating put your mask on huh? put your motherfucking mask on bitch cause we ain't done with Rona COVID is still out she's still loud and proud she is she's still there put your motherfucking mask on please and thank you. Thank you. So I like outside to go back to normal next year. Yep. I would love it to go back out back to normal. I would love to go into a club and shake my ass. Okay. Yeah, I would love to just walk outside without having to double back. And Ugh. if I forgot my mask, I would love to go out topless because that's the new topless bitch. I would love to not to be able to walk into to walk into a store and not and automatically just not have to second guess like. Bitch, turn around and run to the car to go get my mask. Listen, I want my face back. You, like, hello? (laughs) This is a lot. You do it a lot to prevent the curve. And some of you hoes are still still inside clubs because, you know, the South, they don't give a damn about Rona, majority of the South. And also, please keep in mind that the Senate still needs attention as far as the votes. Yes. The Senate is the only thing that's still up for grabs right now, technically. Mm-hmm. And they're neck and neck with 48-48. The first to reach 50 means you got majority. And they won. There was one flip Senate. I forget which state. But other than that, they're tied right now. That is important. Yes, and yes. also, I will say this and leave the topic alone. Um, President-elect Joe Biden and... Madam Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, and hmm. I said, Madam, notice what I said? Hmm. Um, Stacey Abrams needs to be a part of your cabinet. She turned it for in Georgia for y'all, for y'all to claim Georgia. She turned it. Well. Give the woman the thing. Hmm. Okay? And that's that on that. That is that on that. Thank y'all again so much. I would love to say thank you to Teleport Wine for this wine, but they didn't gift it to us. We paid. That's right. Um, we love free wine. <clears throat> <clears throat> if you wanna. If you need if you need to, trust me, I will give you an address you can send your gifted wine. Bow. Boom. Okay. That's it. <laughs> With that being said, thank y'all so much, and we will see y'all next week. Bye hoes. Bye hoes.